0: We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping
1: you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio, Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, let's start with the news. There's no news. Parks are still closed. No news. Okay. No news. No news. I mean a little bit of news. It's not news.
1: But I keep forgetting to mention that Samantha got the high score of the day when we rode Test Track. And she's very proud of that, as she should be. Because after you get off Test Track, you see your pictures. Then you go into another room where there's a big screen and all the little uh, Mickey readers there. And you tap your band and your car pops up and it shows your score. She was listed up there number one. That's awesome.
0: Good for her.
1: Samantha... She wants to be an engineer, and that's the start. Clearly, making a car on test track.
0: Doug's retirement fund, there right there.
1: I hope so. Yes, I'm counting on her to financially take care of me, and then like one of the other two will hopefully change my diapers.
0: Okay, like that. I like we that's why there. we have kids. Only reason. Yep. Only reason. Only reason at all not to live vicariously through them or anything, but or okay. we love them. No. All right, moving on to our other children, our patreons. Who we love deeply. Yeah. We have a uh, one who moved up a level. So Ryan Alexander moved up to, I want to say churro. I, I keep forgetting the levels. Hey. You have to check out the levels. So visit churro our Patreon to Doe site. Dough whip the churro. Dough whip. Okay, there you go. So he gets ch- more swag and some fun things. And so thank you so much, Ryan. And I love interacting with you on social media. And I believe you joined us in our sing along that we did. So yes. definitely uh, for everyone who did join us That's in our cool. sing along, thank you so much. We're gonna oh. do it again with some moderation huh? and. Uh, <laughs> A better speaker, so we learned some lessons from this we
1: last week. It was the first one. We're all new to this too, so Derek, you did good. It was all Derek and Madison doing the sing along, so that it will it only onward and upward from here, Derek. Absolutely. So
0: yes, thank you to all of our patrons, all of our listeners who joined us in that. But Doug, we need to get to some more reviews. Yeah, we're gonna read one
1: Apple Podcast review today, titled "Funny Plus Informative." Ooh, five stars. By Pamela Bus, I've been nearly binge listening for a few days now in anticipation of our August 2020 trip. It will happen. Doug, it will. I love Doug and Derek's humorous rapport, and so do my kids. That is great. We like to hear that kids listen. They actually ask me to reply certain moments when we are listening in the car. I've even gotten my husband to listen to your rope drop Reverse Rope Drop Strategies episode. Thanks for keeping it fun while also keeping it informative. There you go. Five star review from love Pam it. Warren. Thank Listening you so much. Car. And Reverse, reverse Rope, rope drop. drop. Yeah, that That's was a, a good
0: top episode. Top. It was. I, um, People like to sleep in, Doug, but I think when the parks it reopen, is. I don't see anyone sleeping in.
1: I won't take for granted a second of park time. No,
0: Never. I'm getting there early and okay. I'm going to enjoy Steps every minute Maybe i you know what during this quarantine, Doug, I've actually napped almost every day. You know what I haven't done during this quarantine, Derek? E- eaten Dole whip? Oh, you haven't?
1: Or, I haven't. I've I haven't. It's just concerning. I'm pretty sure if I did, like my kids would like draw things on my face, put my hand in warm water,
0: I shaving foam, on one in yes. a feather. I would I'm do the same with thing. A bunch,
1: of, bunch of middle schoolers, so it's dangerous to take a nap here.
0: Okay. Speaking
1: of dangerous places to take a nap, like college.
0: Ooh, I like Uh, your transition there. There we go. Speaking of college, (laughs) we have talked a lot about the Disney College Program on the show, but we've never had a guest who is a part of the Disney College Program. And today, we welcome a very special guest, Maddie, to Rope Drop Radio. Thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. I liked the segue. It was very classic. (laughs) It, nice segue. it was not
0: planned at all, actually. That, that's how we do things on the fly. <laughs> we're that good. Yeah. Whoa, look at you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Well, let's first, by telling all the rope droppers, your Disney story.
2: All right. So I'm from um, 20 minutes south of Anaheim, California. So I, like, kind of popped out of the womb, and then we were right at Disneyland all the time. So I've kind of spent most of my time there. That's kind of like the... Like the hangout spot among teens, I would say, because there's a lot more locals at Disneyland. So I spent most of my time there, and then I kind of, I had this VCR in my room, dating myself. I'm aging myself with the VCR, but I had a VCR. and I had all my VHS tapes. I had Beauty and the Beast and Toy Story, and I would just play those on a loop. So I don't know, that the, I wait, of,
1: one second. The VCR, <laughs> I don't know if you're dating yourself so much as the technology your parents allowed you to have.
0: Oh, good just, point. Just, I had, you had, career, had a VCR a in my room student. as well. It's yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: You, you're a college student currently, right? We're not talking to sure. somebody in their mid-30s about the college program. Okay. Had to get that back on track. <laughs>
2: no, it's anyway. true. I kind of grew up in a time when like, we went from VCRs to VCR with the DVDs into digital crazy anyways not important but um yeah that's basically it i just kind of grew up with it and i just i knew that one day i would want to work there and then i did it and here we are today so that's about it i,
0: I liked how you said i popped out of the womb and we went to disneyland so <laughs> i just i yeah. figured that's all of anaheim as soon as you're born you have to get an annual pass somehow it's like part of the uh, social like security that. number and annual pass and i want yeah, to know
1: you're twenty minutes from Disneyland. What time of day are you twenty minutes from Disneyland? Because I've been in the traffic.
2: That varies
1: significantly. <laughs> That's a
2: really good point. No traffic twenty minutes. Traffic uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, I've been like, at that McDonald's across it. the street from Disneyland and it's still twenty minutes mm-hmm. away, so yeah. <laughs> it's true. And that McDonald's is like much more expensive than normal McDonald's. But worth it every time. The only time I eat McDonald's really (laughs) is that one right there. So um, we're going to have you
1: start with the basics. What is the Disney College program?
2: I'm glad you asked. So the Disney College program is this internship that, something I just found out recently, about 50,000 people apply for it a year, which is not a year, each semester. So like the fall or the spring, which is crazy town. Um, but it's an international program, so it's called students from all over the entire world. Um, it's also about I think it's a twenty percent acceptance rate. So it's a very like lucrative in quotation. That's a kind of a big word, but you know the song. Um, it's a very um, highly it, not oh god, I can't speak. A very highly like wanted that's a terrible word, but you know what i say. After. A lot of people apply, sought after, thank yeah. you, sought after. It's a highly sought after program, and a lot of people want to do it, and a lot of people have, I have a lot of friends that have applied five or six times until they finally got in, but it's just this nice place. It's an opportunity for college students to work in Disney World for about five to seven months, depending on your program, and you have housing, which comes out of your paycheck, and then also free transportation. So it's this nice little opportunity to get to know people from all over the world and get to work at Disney World. What kind from of there?
1: jobs do you get to pick from when when you're uh, when you're doing that? You, like in the basic, do you get to pick that when you're applying, or is that something later
2: on? So when you're applying, they have the whole list of all the roles. It's basically any, almost any role you could actually work at, just Disney World anyway. So. So there's like four roles that they need more people in. So they're like the, the higher, um, I don't know, they just need more people in it. So they say, hey, if you're interested in these four roles, it might help your chances of bit." So those are like attractions, custodial, lifeguards, housekeeping, those kind of things. But there's a ton of different roles. Like my role, I was a character attendant, but there's also um, quick service, merchandise, um, Children's activities, which is like, like the, when they do like the movie nights at the pools and stuff. There's like everything. This I had a friend, my roommate was a front of desk, so mostly anything you could technically apply for as a part time is usually a role that's also offered in the college program. I actually, I
0: actually went to a, a University of Nebraska. Had a Disney rep come in, and I went to one of those uh, seminars, and I didn't apply. But it's always dangled in the back of my mind, the what if. I had a different internship mm-hmm. that I had to keep, uh, but i always like, what mm-hmm.
2: if? Yeah, it's really cool. I didn't think I was going to ever be able to do it because I was going to a four-year university, but things changed, and then I was able to do it. It was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. So.
1: How long is the application process? Is, is it real complicated?
2: Kind of, it's it varies per person to person. Um, I think the window applications are open. It's a couple months that the whole thing's open for, but uh, you apply, you do all the standard like application stuff. Talk about like what school you go to, your major and stuff, and you pick all the roles you're interested in. And then some people maybe in a day or two will get a web-based interview, which is just a bunch of questions, like kind of standard stuff, like. If a guest needs your help, what would you do? And it's like A, B, C, or D. Or something. Point, like that. With two fingers.
1: Um, <laughs> Point with two fingers is always the answer.
2: For sure. That's the only option. Like, for all, like 20 questions or whatever. Um, but then some people don't get the web-based interview for like a couple weeks. And then if you pass your web-based interview, they ask you to set up a phone interview. And so then the phone interview, you talk to a recruiter on the phone. It's usually like a 30 minute call or so, or so, whatever. They ask you a bunch of questions, usually about the different roles that you're interested in. And then they also ask you, like, classic, like, what does this mean to you? And all that stuff. But I found out after about two weeks, but one of my friends found out after like almost two months. So it varies, oh. like, big. Yeah, it's, it's because there's so many people that they need to get to. And there's like only so many people making the decision. So they have to, like, spread out their time yeah it's crazy so once you get accepted
0: what happens next you just pack up the car and go <laughs> so you have
2: i believe two days to accept your role and then you have to pay for your fees which is about it's almost for Walt disney world it's like 390 dollars but i'm i don't know entirely for sure because i did not work at did the disneyland college program but i know the disneyland college program is like 900 dollars. i don't mm-hmm. know why they're that different but Interesting.
0: Better, yep,
1: better right. library on campus, right? Just like <laughs> campus fees. I had to pay campus yeah. fees to two different libraries while i'm in dental school. One to UNL and one to UNMC. It was evil, very evil. I only used that's one. really library. weird. But that's probably it. <laughs> Anne- I never I saw
0: you at the library, Doug. I was on
1: the east campus. Library <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, uh, I was never
0: day. at the library.
1: Literally, no windows, nothing to distract me, and no cell service either. And there was a rat yeah. trap under the desk to the left. And the, so all I stared at was a concrete wall. That's where I studied for four years, basically. Oh, magical.
0: I'm just surprised you went to the library. I'm, I'm impressed.
1: I had, I, it was brutal. I had no choice. My buddy that studied with me, his wife sent him some mail there. Just like care of guy that sits and, like, described where we sat, and they brought the mail to us. Oh, that's awesome. That's how much we were there. Anyway, that's where the fees go. The library in Anaheim, I'm sure of it. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <Not my> interruption. <laughs> Sorry.
2: No, you're fine. That was intriguing. I'm glad I know about the rat trap now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but the, the fees are basically split up between, um, like, two-thirds of it goes to your first two weeks of housing because they're not really working those first two weeks. And then like the rest of it goes to um, housing events that we have, different, different things, which is cool. So you're paying for the pool party. Basically. Yeah. So there's that and then there's, um, we have a welcome event for each arrival date and you can go to any of the welcome events. With... My dog is barking, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can go to any of the welcome events throughout other arrivals too. And then there's also grocery bingo, which is a lot of fun, and then there's a bunch of other a bunch of other um, offerings as well, mm-hmm. like class and stuff. So yeah.
0: So what are the dorms like? Where's the living quarters at? Uh, with all this, I've I've always been curious. Knowing my college experience, what is the Disney mm-hmm. college experience?
2: For sure. So there's four housing complexes. I think for the next group there's gonna be five. So. There's Chatham, Commons, Patterson, Vista, and then Flamingo Crossing. And Flamingo Crossing, is that's a new one. It's just this, like, bougie, like, beautiful new apartment complex that everybody's excited for. But um, I would say it's not necessarily dormitory living. It is, but not in, like, big buildings. I know when I was going to school, we were in, like, a tall building, and then we were all just in these crammed little hallways. But I would say it's more so, like, apartment complexes, I guess. Um, but when you are accepted about a month after, not a month after, about a month before we, we end up leaving for our program. We sit down and type in like all of our housing preferences because they'll tell you which complex it is in and the room configuration. So it'd be like three bedrooms, six people, or two bedrooms, four people, or two bedrooms, five people. But they can't guarantee anything because I, I ended up having my last choice, but it was fine. It was ten, two bedroom, five people, so I was in a bunk bed, very exciting. Ooh! Um, ooh. Yeah. I called it our rocket ship bed. Uh, so and it, it's fine, and like across the board, like it's you gotta make the most of like whatever situation you are in because we don't get to. I'm gonna do this room in this complex. They just put you wherever they want. So, but it was fun. And sorry, go for it.
1: Do they pick your roommates for you and do they try to match you up with people doing similar things?
2: So I think this is something that just changed. Um, I had a friend who did a program a couple years ago and they got to pick their entire room. They just met on Facebook or something. But now you can only link with, use the term link, you can only link with one roommate and you potentially, that might not work out, but I ended up linking up with a girl and it worked out. We ended up being in the same room together, but the only guarantee is that you're in the same house together. Um, so, oh. yeah, it was two bedroom, five girls. If, if we both were the last people there, there could have been only one bed in one room or one bed in the other room. But yeah, so you have one person as of right now that you get to link with, but that might change because I know that's brand new for this program. They used, yeah. used to be able to. Their whole
1: room. They say link so that it synergizes with Avatar: Flight of Passage. That's why.
2: It's, <laughs> yeah,
1: makes sense. It's,
2: and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's
1: trademarked. They don't want you to say house because then you're going to think Slytherin or Hufflepuff. For
2: sure.
1: So, yeah. For sure, Brandon, careful brain, on right? that. Don't say what house you're in. That's that's risky. It's
2: all about your linked roommate.
1: Yeah. And How was it? with schedules because i know if you open you have a much different schedule than somebody closing because of the crazy park hour especially if you're with that poor person that had to open at hollywood studios at 5 a.m all the time <laughs> so how does that work
2: you just hope for the best um, hope and for roommates. the best <laughs> uh, eye masks <laughs> yep. and earplugs, right right yeah one of my one of my room like the girl one of my actual roommates roommates she was in. She was up top of the bunk bed, and she worked at Disney Springs in food uh, quick service. And they're open much later than. Cause I was in Magic Kingdom most of the time, done before like nine or ten. They're open much later. She usually wouldn't get off until one. Then wouldn't get home until like two or three. So we all just hope for the best, right? You try not to make a lot of noise when you come in, but it just happens. We we had a little whiteboard. We wrote our schedules down, but at the end of the day you have to climb up a ladder in a bunk bed at 3 a.m. You just got to do it.
1: At the end of the day, you're college students. You don't really need yeah, to no
2: sure. sleep, right? Yeah, no <laughs> Yeah. For sure. Well, all of my roommates actually were graduated. I was the only one still in college in college. So they were old women. Old. But, old people. Yeah, old. Old like, 23 years, old 23
0: old, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doug, Doug we'd be ancient by then.
1: Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> I may have to go back to school here and uh, find. that uh, Maybe I do it the second time around.
0: There you go. Makes you, sense. You actually
1: can.
2: Oh, and we there's do. like
1: forty year old uh, college students.
2: Yes, dog, you is. do it. And
1: Mango crossing looks pretty nice. I mean,
2: it's really nice.
0: If you think Doug really? should go back to school, Disney College Program hashtag Disney go, or Doug goes to Disney. There you go, and uh, we'll get him going. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, this is neat.
0: You can. There you go. You can if you want Back to. Back to school, Doug. I support it.
1: Mm-hmm. So what, once you're there and all moved in, what were the first few days of the program and training like?
2: Yeah. So the first day, or mine is the first day, it could be the day after too, we go to casting. So that's when we take our picture for our IDs and they fingerprint us, make sure you know everything's good, make sure all of our addresses are in order and whatnot. But then after that, we kind of have a lot of downtime until traditions, where it's when we and actually get, like, we're, you're Walt Disney World cast members now. We do a lot of those kind of classes. We had, like, a, a class learning about, like, safety and, and know your well-being, and you have to take care of yourself and all that stuff. Kind of, like, honestly, like, almost like an orientation, kind of like college a little bit, too. But, um. That first week and a half we have a lot of downtime. So a lot of people like get universal passes or try to like go to the pool and all that. You're allowed to go to
0: Universal?
2: You're allowed You might get
0: kicked out of the program for that. Be careful. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I get on the no hire list because I I went to Universal. No, 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 no. It's they support it, right? But yeah. So there's a lot of downtime in the first week and a half. That's why they have the, a lot of the welcome events. Then they have the main welcome event where it's ours with Alice in Wonderland theme. Very excited. And then there's grocery bingo, I and mean, then they have a lot of classes trying to get you like settled in, talking about like the gyms and then like the computer labs and trying to get you used to everything. So essentially, like almost like a college orientation in like a couple of days. But, yeah. Wow,
1: makes sense makes sense gotta orientate yeah. yeah so then what was the first couple days on the job like when you finally get on the job and is this where you met Mr. Ryan Wiley at that uh, point where's he come in to oh point?
2: Almost. He's coming almost, almost. Ooh, we'll okay we're
1: teaser. pins and needles here
2: um we train for I know training is different for different roles, but for my role, we have three days of training where we were training in Epcot and then also in Hollywood Studios. And then there's two days of training just for Magic Kingdom, because there are so many places we could be working. Because as character attendants, it is like a global role, that's what they call it, where you can work in any part. But because Magic Kingdom is so big, they have a day where we just go to all of the locations and learn how all of them work. But then Mr. Ryan comes in. Day two, it was my first, like literally one of my first shifts ever. I was at Town Square Theater, Mickey, which is where I basically was my entire program. And I don't, I don't even remember what happened. It was something like, I don't, I honestly don't even remember what happened. But Ryan comes in. He comes in and talks to me. He goes, "Hey, so uh, you would rather hear it from me than anybody else." And I don't remember what he said after that. But that's like the big joke is that Ryan always says. Hey, you'd rather hear it come from me than anybody else. And every every sentence he ever says ever, that's just how it starts. So that's where the classic Ryan's iconic line but started. What voice? So you'd rather hear it come from me than yeah. Anybody
1: else. Was it his normal voice? Was it Yoda or Mickey Mouse or
2: Chewbacca saying <laughs> this? I mean, sometimes it was goofy. Um, most of the time, it was goofy. I would be I would be hanging out with Mickey, talking to guests, and then I would hear <laughs> Ryan as goofy all the way down the hallway. <laughs> Probably
0: talking to yeah. one of my kids, for sure, it's when like that was happening. Free Mickey <laughs> over, right?
2: <laughs> Probably.
0: Oh, he really
2: is an icon. He
0: does. He can make an impression. I know you're listening to this, Ryan. We love you. Yes. Uh, you need to come back on the show again, yeah. for sure. And, and to clarify, I uh, reached out to Ryan because we wanted to talk
1: about the college program for quite a while, but I didn't want... Uh, We could find college program people that had been there and done that years ago, but we wanted somebody that was, like, fresh out um, to be able to give a good current perspective. So I asked Ryan who would be great, and he
0: gave us Maddie. So thank you, Ryan, for the help. We
2: love Ryan.
0: All right. And so uh, let's talk about your job. We found you in Town Square Theater. What all were you doing here uh, on your day-to-day?
2: So a day-to-day as a character attendant is a lot more than I honestly thought it was going to be, which was really exciting. Um, because I, I kind of felt like I was Mickey's bodyguard. So that's what I felt like. I felt all this power in my little five-foot body. I was like, I'm going to keep Mickey safe. That was kind of my whole purpose. At the end of the day, the most important thing was to keep Mickey safe because guests get so excited to see Mickey, and I don't blame them. He's a really tall mouse. I get really excited to see him, too. But we just want to make sure that he's safe. You know, sometimes people squeeze a little too hard, but they're just so excited to see him. But so the main point was to keep him safe, and then also to be a voice for him because Mickey is saving his voice for the parades and the castle show. So I have to read Mickey's animations. So that was like a big thing: was that when Mickey's animating or trying to like convey something to a guest, I have to be his voice to like help him make that interaction as smooth as possible, and that everybody understands what he's saying. Then also, I had to make sure that my line, like all my guests in my line, were well informed of what was happening, how their autograph looks ready for him, where to bring their bags. And then I answered a lot of photopop questions, which I was not knowledgeable enough to answer, but I tried my best. But so I was going bouncing back between Mickey and then also my line, making sure that everybody was informed. I kind of felt like a stage manager almost. So it's a lot of. It was a it was a really special role, and I was really lucky that I was able to
0: be a part of it. Mickey's bodyguard—that is a legit. Mm -hmm. Put that on your resume. (laughs) Put that on Mickey's Mouse bodyguard years, (laughs) and you will get whatever job you want, or at least an interview, because people want to talk to you about that. Like, hold on a minute, we see you're a Mickey Mouse's bodyguard. Tell me more. I was. I felt
2: like I was. That was not the, the. the correct
0: title but that's what i felt in my soul yeah you can flub it on the resume a little bit
2: yeah we're we're Um, okay with
0: it
1: do you find it amazing how people have been in line for who knows how long yet they don't realize they need to have their autograph book out and ready until like it's too late like you've had 45 minutes but let's dig into the bottom of a backpack at the last second Mm
2: -hmm. how how does that happen i
1: can't understand
2: I don't know. And a lot of times, like, little kids ready to go and they have it open. I'm like, yes, you're killing it. Amazing. And then as soon as they see Mickey, it's just, <laughs> they just get so excited. It just plops back to close. But, you know, they're, they're having to learn, like, a lot of information really fast, I guess, because I'm up there, like, saying all these a million different things that they need to do. Like, let's have our books ready. The caps off the pens. Get your bags ready to move over there. It's
0: like an assembly Let's line. go, go, so, go, go. Yep. Yeah, for sure. We always have Still a group now. of nineteen in front of us. Every especially a Mickey Mouse. I swear every time we have a, a family reunion ahead of us and I don't even know how it happens because they won't be in line when we get in line, but all of a sudden we have them in front of us. Drives me insane.
2: Oh we have big groups. Actually like my second day the first day I met Ryan, we had a group of thirty, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was really nice. special though. They were there, they were um they were celebrating Sorry, I'm going to change it now. They were celebrating, what we're about. Uh, <laughs> right? Um, they were celebrating uh, someone's life, someone who just had passed away, mm. and it was just really special. Tears, and it was it was very like magical. I was like, oh my god, this is like why I came here. Like it was it was really cool. It was really special. But there's a lot of big parties always to meet Mickey because everybody wants to meet Mickey. You, you know? to get that family
0: picture and yep, yep, yep for sure.
2: Yep. Family 19. Did you
1: do any uh, characters other than Mickey?
2: Yeah, I didn't. I did do money, I'm not gonna lie because I just kind of I like got the groove of a Times Square theater, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay here. But I did Pooh in the UK Pavilion, which was so special because he's in he's in Christopher Robin's room, which I think is so. Have you ever been in there? It's really cute. I've
1: seen it. I've seen it. Yeah,
2: it's real cute. It's real cute. I did that, and then I did Ariel, I believe, Ariel, and then Tinkerbell. But besides that, I kind of just was with Mickey the entire time.
0: You got your favorite. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah no, it makes sense. Right? It's
1: the big that he I mean, is he's the one that, that can key. get you
0: whatever job you want. You're his bodyguard for X amount of years. You can get promoted. I'm pretty sure Bob Iger was there sometime. That's how you make your way up the uh, the Disney ladder. Right? Oh, for sure, I know.
1: All right, so thinking about that, does Disney fit into your future
2: plans at all? I think now it does. I never, like, intended it to. But now that I'm, like, done with my program, like, all I want to do is go back. And, And something I was, like, thinking about a lot recently is, like, it's such a special company. And, like, so many people love disney there's so many huge disney fans like all over the world right you guys have a podcast like dedicated to the disney park so yep. there's so many people we're, that we're addicted kids, for sure right? yep right aren't we all but um i think at the end of the day like what like makes it so magical and it's gonna be so cheesy but like i it's the it's the cast members i have met so many wonderful kind loving people working at the disney world company at the Walt Disney World Company, excuse me. I met so many loving, kind people working at the Walt Disney World Company that I, like, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose that little piece of magic. It's really, it's really interesting. Like, I never thought that before. I never realized, like, how important those people are. Like, the Captain Ryans of the world, you know, that, that just make it so special. Like, not just for the guests, but for us, too. Like, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just met so many like, wonderful people and I don't want to give that up. Like, I just want to go back and create, continue creating magic for guests, but then also for like, my fellow employees. This is a good time. Yeah, I believe it fits in my future now. I don't think, it, if you would have asked me that maybe a year ago, maybe not. Now, I'm addicted. I gotta go back, I gotta work gotta for that mouse back. again.
0: When it, when it opens up. Yeah. Have they have either. they been communicating with you guys at all with uh, the park closure and what they're looking at doing in the future?
2: Um, I think they're telling us as much as they know. It's kind of unprecedented. Unprecedented, You know what I'm saying? It's kind of um, a, a new thing. This has never really happened before. Um, I actually had someone call me today just to be checking in and being like, hey, like this is what we know. These are the resources that are available for you. Um, I know that full-time and part-time right now are kind of in this limbo of what's going to necessarily happen after um, April 1st comes. So I think that they're wanting to keep um, us and the employees updated as quickly as they can, but they don't want to say something and then have to retract it. Mm, You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. if things change, it's just crazy. It's crazy town up in here. What's happening.
0: Well, how is Mickey taking care of himself? You're his bodyguard. Yeah. (laughs) See on vacation? Just, he's, he's on the beach with Minnie somewhere. He's on Castaway all by he's himself Castaway, right now. Yeah.
2: For sure. Yep. He's on Castaway for sure. Yep. I had um, so many guests give him hand sanitizer that last week. They all were, were, were very wanted me to be able to make sure that he was keeping himself safe. I'm like, I promise I will give this to him. Like, They were very excited. Not excited, but they were very like, we need to keep Mickey safe. Keep I'm like, Mickey going, yes. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Different random topic here. Um, do you get credit hours at all during the college program?
2: I don't, but I know there's a way you possibly can. I heard it's kind of difficult because it's on a college by college basis. Um, so I know you can, but it's a little difficult, but I'm not entirely sure. I know people who have, I don't know how the entire process is, but um, I don't think it's common to be able to get college credit for it, but yeah.
0: It's the real world experience, yeah.
2: Yes, it's it's a real world experience. It's the job opportunity. You're making friends, for sure.
1: And then- um, They
2: offer classes though. Actually, they do offer classes through the program. There's like leadership classes you can take, and it's all free. There's leadership classes you can take and different like tours. Like I know there was tours of like, of the Finding Nemo, the musical, there's like a backstage tour of that. And there's like a tour of dinosaur. And there's like a lot of things that they offer through the program, but it's not like college
0: credit. Oh, cool. Pretty cool. Awesome. It makes me wish I went back yes. to school now, Doug. I'm starting to have some regrets. Uh, we wouldn't have this podcast if uh, we, we no. went to a Disney program, we'd still oh, be there. We could have been he Mickey's knows. bodyguards. Doug could have been he us. We could have been. We could have been. been. Oh life decisions so I, that's so true we could go doug doug does disney whatever i said for a hashtag earlier
2: yeah it was questionable it was it i was also I'll have
0: to think there. about that again have to retract i know it. i yeah It's uh, it's okay someone's going to tweet at it for sure but yeah. uh yeah, no. It sounds like it's pretty amazing. And so, when are they? It's it's. You said it's multiple times a year. So when are they interview or uh, bringing on applications? When are they bringing on new people? When can my children start looking at the college program? Actually, Doug, that'd be your kids first. My kids are next. Yes. Yep.
2: Um, they do a application process for the spring and the fall. I know that they are currently, not currently right now because you know everything's on hold. But right now, people are applying for the fall. And, um, there's different types of programs. So between the fall and the spring, there's like a fall program, which is the five months or a spring program, which is the five months, which was what I was doing. So January through May, and then there is a fall advantage program and a spring advantage program, which the spring advantage program, I believe is January through July. So it's like a five or seven months, like different things, but they're basically, um, applications are almost open year-round, because once the spring one is up, the fall one opens up. So there's a lot of opportunities to apply. And you didn't ask this, but now I'm just going to answer this. Too. You can also apply six months after you graduated college.
0: Oh. So, which is, I'm I think. That. You're a little bit past, yeah. <laughs> past that.
2: Uh, give or take
0: yeah, a take. It 15 right? years, whatever it is. I'll have to think yeah. about how long it's been. <laughs> Belt that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so like,
2: so there's two applications, because it's a whole six months after you graduate school, you could technically apply for spring and fall because those applications will like happen within six months, so like, like I said earlier, all of my roommates basically were already graduated, so I think it's cool that like, a lot of people will come back to do a second program, like right after they graduate school, so it's cool that they have that opportunity, so. Yeah.
0: One thing I thought was really interesting is I I got on a tram bus when I was at Disneyland and we were sitting with a bunch of the college program kids and it just blew my mind. I'm like, here you are working here, school, doing all this stuff. And yet on your day off, you're coming back to enjoy Disneyland. Is that something you did and then you noticed other people doing?
2: Oh yeah, that was like what everybody did. I would go go see Country Bear Jamboree and then go backstage <laughs> and get ready to go to work. <laughs> Cause you know, like it's not like every day that you're going to be able to be living in Disney world or Disneyland. So it's just like you take all the opportunities you can to like experience the park. Cause we also get to go in for free. And that's like, that's so special. you know. So a lot of people would do that. A lot of people would come in a couple hours before their shift or a couple hours after their shift. That's why I was like, I felt very lucky that I was working in Magic Kingdom. That's another thing, I don't, this is another question you didn't ask, so I'm gonna go on a tangent about it. Great. Is when we get our roles, <laughs> when we get our roles, we also are given a home park. So Magic Kingdom was my home park that was given to me, but because Character Attendant is a global role, I could pick up shifts at any of the other parks. But that's not true for all of the roles. I'm not entirely sure which roles can and cannot, I don't think quick service can, so that's my example I'm going to use. But, like, if I'm working at a quick service restaurant in um, Magic Kingdom, I probably can't also go work at Epcot. So that's also, like, a big thing is that people request their home park that they would want in their phone interview. They usually, like, oh, hey, I would really love to work in Magic Kingdom and then hope that that's where they end up getting put. So that's a whole nother thing. All right, you didn't
0: ask that. That is a a tough question, (laughs) though, Doug. What would be your home
1: park? Yeah, we didn't know yeah. We needed to no. ask that. yeah. My home park would definitely be Hollywood Studios because, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: It's Hollywood Studios. See, I think
0: I, I have to agree, Magic Kingdom. I'm liking the idea of being Mickey's uh, bodyguard. Bodyguard? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like as, good long as, the as long as I could tell
1: people to fill in all the available space, I'd be good.
0: There you go. You would be great no, at that. I mean, actually,
1: Anywhere. I'd want to be a Jungle Cruise skipper, but that's for another day. Um,
2: That'd yeah. be so cool. That would be so cool. All right. Oh, my
1: goodness. Yeah. So That's... there's home parks. That's the thing, too. Anything else we forget to ask?
2: I don't think so. I, think, I think he covered it for okay. the most part. It's a great time. I really recommend it for anybody who's wanted to go do it and is like, hey, I don't know if I can take off school. Try it. It's a really good time. And you make some lifelong friends. And then so many people that work in the park now as part-time and full-time are college, like former college program kids. Like a majority of the employees there have You get addicted. It's Do they inject you with
0: it or is it just naturally comes in?
2: (laughs) It's the people. Like the people are so great. I know it's so cheesy but the people are so great and you just, you're surrounded by positivity and like Mm, that that could be like a scary thing but it's like a good thing you know?
0: All right, well, I think it's time for the lightning round.
2: Whoa! All
1: right, so the lightning round is a series of questions that you'll answer with your favorite Disney or Pixar or whatever other Disney umbrella character movie you need to fill it in with. Are you ready?
2: Yes, I'm excited. All
1: right, the, the scores are made up, but there is a winner and a loser. Good luck. All right, your favorite
0: Disney movie? Beauty and the Beast. Uh, cartoon nice. or live action? We got to follow up. Oh, cartoon. So sorry. Yes, you're right. The
2: cartoon. Yeah.
1: Make sure. All right. Favorite, follow up. favorite character?
2: Vanellope Von Sweet. Oh, I
1: love Vanellope. Vanellope. Wow. I was expecting Mickey since, you know, you were his <laughs> bucket guard. But Vanellope is an excellent. I don't insert. know. When you
0: start to work together, Doug, you know, there could be some That's frustrations. Yeah. It might not be Fourth your favorite. Place. I get it. That's yeah. a Patreon Ooh. episode right there. What's Mickey saying behind the scenes that we don't hear? There you go. Yeah, Workplace relationship. Yes.
1: All right. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> villain. Yzma from Emperor's New Crew. Ooh, good that, one. That's a good one. All right. And Favorite it, Disney it, song.
2: Probably Zero to Hero from Hercules. It, it Bob Yeah. All
1: right. Favorite
2: park.
0: Epcot. I love Epcot. Oh, I was thinking Magic Kingdom because that's
1: your home park. I, I was expecting <laughs> Disneyland. Right? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I
2: know. We love Disneyland, but no.
1: Epcot, okay. Epcot, <laughs> all right. <It> is. <laughs> Favorite classic attraction?
2: Country Bear Jamboree. Does that count? Because that's my answer.
0: That's fine. It,
1: it, it's allowed. You're not scoring well <laughs> with that one, but it's allowed.
2: Oh my gosh! You don't like Country Bear Jamboree? No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm disappointed.
1: (laughs) Favorite modern attraction?
2: I'm gonna say Segment. I don't know if that counts as well, but that's my my,
0: my modern modern attraction. I mean, have you been on Rise of the Resistance or Flight Uh, of Passage or anything
2: else? I love that little purple dragon. I love him.
1: Okay, I mean it's <laughs> your it's your favorite, so you can't be wrong.
2: This is yeah. my lightning. Round.
0: Yeah, you Good, own yeah.
1: it. You're claiming this one. All right, favorite <laughs> favorite Disney resort.
2: Art and animation, but that's also because it's the only one I've stayed in. it's my favorite.
1: Makes it easy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Right. Favorite counter service restaurant.
2: It just opened, but the Regal Eagle, in the America Pavilion, it's very good. Liked it, huh? Yeah, I liked it, did what's, you not like it? No,
1: I did, but what's your favorite thing on the menu?
2: Well, I'm I'm vegetarian, so I just had the vegetarian um, little, uh, it was a burger and it had like barbecue jackfruit on it, and it was delicious, it was very, very good.
1: I did not try that shot. No, anymore. yeah. I've wor- no yeah. more meat.
2: So I'll it's take cool the meat. There's or... an option out of barbecue, like a vegetarian option out of barbecue. I found Looks pretty cool. I think. All right. Favorite
1: table service restaurant.
2: Skipper canteen. Very good. Hmm. I love the Skipper canteen.
1: All right. We'll allow that. Yeah, <laughs> you can get a whole fish. All right. Um, yeah. Favorite snack. The most important question of the lightning round.
2: I know I was thinking about this one for a long time. I feel like it has to be a Mickey pretzel. Yes. It's like this perfect
0: (laughs) That is a point for me. It's been a while since (laughs) it has been. Yeah, thank you. There you go.
2: (laughs) It's like this beautiful like mix of like plasticky bread, but it's delicious. (laughs)
0: I love eating plastic bread with salt. Exactly what it is. It is. It's it's delicious, Doug. They are amazing. Yep. Wonderful.
1: You guys can have them all. All right. Favorite (laughs) Disney drink?
2: It's this thing called the the Schweitzer Slush. It's at the Skipper Canteen. Yes. Have you had it? Oh, it's so good. I think about it at night sometimes. Like, I miss it so much. It's so good.
1: You didn't pop into there before your shift, before Country Bears. No, did you have I did
2: not. Okay. I did not. That would have, I wish. That I would be a crown on that. <laughs> Just the Country Bear Jamboree and Skipper Canteen. I think that's the essential Disney vacation, right? Oh, there you go. The two must-dos. <laughs> Must
0: uh, does
1: Doesn't make Stacy's list, but okay. Um, <laughs> right. He's
2: so mad He's, at me.
1: Disney bucket list item.
2: I want to go to all the parks. I think that's like a lot of people's bucket mm-hmm. list, but yep. I want to go to all of them, right? So yeah,
0: that's me. When they're open, I want to go to all of them when they're open. <laughs> all in
2: the same week, you just hit all of them. The, I the I might
0: time. if they ever all open up again at the same time. I'm just like, just in case this ever happens again, I want to get that knocked For out. Sure.
2: Sounds
0: I think exhausting. That's the plan. We could do it, Doug. You can do it. Sleep on the airplane. All right. Well, that concludes The the Lightning lightning Round. round. Awesome. Thank you so much, Meg. You did. Well, I don't know. Except Except for Figman, I question. But you got the pretzel right. So you got the
1: pretzel right. That did redeem you with Derek and good characters. And uh Have you been on Rise of the
0: Resistance yet?
1: Have you been on any other Disney attractions than Figment and Country Bears?
2: How do you not love that little track. I love
1: Figment. The original ride? The original ride, but the current... I never
2: got to go on the original one. Uh, Your
1: your mind would melt. Okay. Yeah. It would. So much better.
0: All right. (laughs) Maddie, uh, thank you again for being on. Is there anywhere people can follow you, social media or anything like that? I have an Instagram. It's just at Maddie Cole, M-A-D-D-Y-C-O-L-E. So that's that's it. Awesome. Well, I will put that in the show notes, so hopefully our listeners will click on that and give you a follow and uh, hopefully uh, see you in the future with Mickey again once the parks reopen. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm his bodyguard. I got to get back there.
0: You got to get back there. I I don't know. He might be enjoying Castaway a little too much. He's calling up like, eh, let's push it off (laughs) for another couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I Minnie, Minnie and him are having fun.
2: Yeah, they needed a break. They need a lot of people a day.
0: They do. In fact, the, I think these are some of the things we might have to talk about in our Patreon episode, which is coming up next. So if you want to listen to that and all the good ones that we had, we had Kent on last week sharing FastPass secret strategies. You'll have to go to on our Patreon page. It's in our show notes and uh, be a part of that amazing group who... Love to interact, Doug. Our, our Patreons are really getting, it's just really fun to have a community of people that we get mm-hmm. to interact with and talk to and kind of live vicariously Disney-wise while the parks are closed. Yeah.
1: Vicarious. What's going on right now, Derek? That's
0: that's what, kind of what we have to do. I watched actually a sad video today, I got to say before the end of the show, someone did a, a video of the parks all empty from like a helicopter. Most depressing thing I may have ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't have watched that. No, character. I shouldn't have. It yeah. was just like,
0: I don't even know what to do with myself. It's just like, oh, I want to be there soon. It soon, is, guys. It is. it is. It's happening. It's opening again. Hopefully, people are listening to this right now are like, what are you talking about? That was like two months ago. So, uh, that's the great thing about this show. It'll be all around forever. Maddie, thank you again for being on Rogue Drop Radio.
2: Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Thank
0: you. And shout out to Ryan Wiley. Yes. Thank you so much for getting Maddie onto the show. We love you so much, Ryan. You need to come back on and do some character voices because uh, that always makes everyone happy. And uh, we just enjoy you so much. So, again, Ryan, thank you.
1: That's right. And you can find him at Ryan Wiley VO, I believe it is, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. That's VO for voiceover. So go check him out, too.
0: He's awesome. All right. That is all the time that we have. But if you want to book a Disney vacation, you need to hit up Michelle McKnight. She is the rope drop queen, and she can take care of all your travel planning for this fall. And, of course, if you want a Disney cruise, not only hit up Michelle, hit up Joe with backtothemouse.com because he will have all the information you need on especially most affordable cruise. And I think uh, we're going to need that coming up.
1: He has a really cool post that does the most affordable cruise, like breaks it down per night and all that kind of jazz on his site. A lot of great Disney cruising info. Yeah,
0: so again, that'll be in the show notes. Michelle will be in the show notes. That is all the time because we got to get to our Patreon episode. But for Maddie and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.